I mean, if you want to start discussing staff matters, be very, very careful, because I'm happy to sit here and name every young woman in Mr Shorten's office over which rumours in this place abound. If you want to go down that path today, Good. I will <laughs> do it. This is cold. Don't be afraid. Deep Don't be scared. It's cold. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Albo likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Yes, listener, it's time. It's time once again. For that favourite moment of your week, the week, the <laughs> moment when you can have catharsis, catharsis, catharsis about the terrible shit show, <laughs> the dumpster truck on fire that has been Australian politics. This is G'day Sausages. It is. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. At Roddle exists. <laughs> Maybe he'll say his name one day. Ah, oh, what a that week. Is, that is my name. That's what my parents called me. As I was being born, they went... He's, he's going to have a handle. A Twitter handle. <laughs> That's it. This, this guy looks like he's a handle. Sure, there are people doing that. All right. Oh, who's, at, who's at fault then? Let's play. Let's play. Who's at fault? Um, I blame the government. Uh, you'd blame the government, Siege. Who do you, do you want to blame someone yet? Uh, no, no, uh, well, look. I don't need it, details. I want to talk about the Michaela Cash little grab that we had. All right. All right. Like, you, you t- <laughs> we started there <laughs> Sorry. with a little bit from Michaela Cash. A little, little bit of history from Michaela Cash. Nostalgia, babe. Yeah, nostalgia. Nostalgia you know? at yeah. Senate estimates when um, she felt like she was, she was on the back foot about something. So she decided that she would threaten to name and shame women who worked in Bill Shorten's office about rumours that were around the place. And the reason that that came to mind today was because the uh, she is now – the Attorney General. Mm-hmm. Everyone just ponder on you that. You would have thought, based on that quote, though, she should have become the Minister for Women. There, yeah. I look, mean, it's conflicting. Clearly qualified. So, uh, and today the uh, Prime Minister came out and did his usual 10 minute introduction when he's talking about something to do with women while the woman in charge of it is standing next to him. Mm. Um, did that about the respect, response, the government's response to the Human Rights Commission, Kate Jenkins. Uh, Sex Discrimination Commissioner's uh, report, Respect at Work. So the government's released their response now. And that was Michaela stood up and said how they were going to be implementing either imp- um, agreed or implement in part or noted all 55 recommendations. So is this in order to achieve better sex discrimination? I assume that's the goal. Um, It's interesting because it sounds like the way Morrison said, oh, it's, you know, there's 55 recommendations and we're going to either, you know, do them or partially do them or do something. Or not do them. But you don't say that 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 right out You don't say the not do them. And and all of them... um, Yeah, that's kind of like all the options that you had to apply to any of the recommendations. I've skimmed the recommendations. This only happened a couple of hours ago anyway. I've skimmed the recommendations and the government's response. And to be fair, some of it is not actually within the power of the Commonwealth (coughs) Government to put some of those things in place. And that's not unusual for reports to make recommendations. Yeah, sure. Um, that, that can't Anyone else who happens to be reading this, you know, here's yeah. some advice for yeah, you. Yeah, here's as well. some advice for you. Like, for, for example, general uh, advice. They should have that at the end of all, all, oh. all, all royal commissions. And, and just yeah. generally, yeah. here's some other shit that should happen should. if you happen to read it. We're not yeah. telling you what to do. We're just trying to help if you are so inclined. So it's things like that. Uh, big ASX companies 
that could report on uh, sexual harassment issues that may have been in their company and mm. that they've encouraged um, the governing bodies over that area to have a look at that as a, as a way of reporting, for example. So it's not something that the government can immediately control, but it can influence and strongly recommend that, that And they've that done that because they will definitely maybe do and not do or partially do some or some all or, or none of so them. So that was one of the things that was noted. And in, in this is kind of like you can just see someone going, oh, I've got to come up with a really good phrase that says... We encourage everyone to participate in this report, like Will just said. If you happen to be reading it, be nice if you picked up some of the things. And it was just like noted, cut and paste, noted, cut and paste, <laughs> noted. It was just for about the last, I don't know, 35 recommendations. Well, as uh, Scott Morrison has said, you know, they're the only government that has um, responded to a report like this. So I, uh, I did what, not. Did uh, you understand that? In the, in the world? What does that mean? I uh, know. I think I, I don't know in the world. I don't think Scott Morrison was making that claim. I think I think the point being that uh, they're the government that has. Had to respond to a report like this because a report has been commissioned uh, about oh, talk about turning a so but, but it, was a, it was the Liberal government that um, asked for the report in the first place. It was actually it was Kelly O'Dwyer when she was Minister for Women in mm. like June two thousand and eighteen that instigated the report. Well done. Good how's she doing now? I haven't heard a lot from her lately. Yeah, um, but so, so so that happened, and then the report was presented to government. Yes, it was. Just be- it was before COVID, and so it's just sat on a shelf. And then in the last four weeks, everyone's kicked up a stink. And so mm. Morrison's going, "Oh, we've acted very quickly." And it's like, "No, you haven't actually acted quickly. You're, you're. It's come onto your radar, and it's actually a pretty good free kick, really, that to have a report sitting there that's got recommendations that all you have to do is really go through and you know do your cut and paste and note it and all the rest of it." And it's and it's there but to deliver no free something. Kick you and can't fuck up. There's yeah, no, no free kick. And then he says something like, "Oh, we've acted very quickly." And it's kind of like, "No, you're you're feeling pressure because you've had to do it in the last, say, ten to fourteen days. Yeah. But you've had it for eighteen months, and it started in June two thousand and eighteen. So, but Morrison's the guy on the golf course who who muscles up to the first tee, and everyone's surrounding him in a, you know in a sort of a semicircle. He mm. takes a whacking great swing his stomach catches up with his swing the ball connects <laughs> and it goes at a 90 degree angle to the direction he meant and hits some poor kid in the head that's what he does whenever he gets a free a kick golf or metaphor thing. from rod i know right that's astounding oh, oh. <laughs> but you know the sort of the it went sideways and he was trying really hard he tried to look credible and nothing he did worked. see i want to i want to i want to give the the fine wine metaphor yeah. maybe maybe you know as scott a liberal, morrison isn't fine wine no, metaphor drop no i was going to say as uh, you know the liberal party maybe they they think that a report needs to stew, like stew, stew oh, or yeah. cellar. It's got to be cellared for yeah, a while yeah. before it becomes, you know, ready to get out Pure. there. You, you can't have your 2021 vintage and expect it no. to be fine wine yet. You've got to cellar no. a report you're for right, right. a couple of years before it really matures into the report that it can be. So this is just cellaring as, a, as a positive. Right. And the better bits will become more apparent as they leak through the pages. You'll know which bits to pay attention to. <laughs> but it's quite interesting because a lot of people have said, you know, the twenty, um, the uh, the twenty 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 one budget, which was released in October because of COVID and everything, wasn't fabulous for women. Yet they had that report on the mm. in the files that they could have done something for it. So, so I went back and sort of looked at okay, where when the recommendations came in and what did they do in the budget and all the rest of it. So all of the Budget implementation seems to be under Maurice Payne for the Office of the Status of Women. Cool. So now I'm like, okay, so where does how does the the, the nerd part of me is like, all right, with the bureaucracy, 
how is all this going to come about if you've got one person who's got in charge of the report and another person who's got the money and these things don't mend well the trick is the trick is well. you, you never let them meet and then you don't have to do anything Good call. You know, if you well, keep, there'll be a keep them on force. opposite sides of the party, yeah. uh, and I mean in like your, your metaphorical party, you've got <laughs> the room, you're, you're mixing, you've got the champagne, and you got all yep. you know, keep them opposite, and, and you never have to do anything. So what I'm so. hearing is you'd be a great politician, and Siege would be a great staffer. I, I'd be a brilliant staffer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so mentioning uh, Maurice Payne and Michaela Cash, uh, in the reshuffle... Uh, mm. We obviously got the most uh, woman-focused government there has ever been in the universe now. Yep. Uh, yep. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We can confirm. <laughs> no, 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 no that, that is confirmed. Others may say. Others may say. Others. Sky News fact check confirms it. But including uh, a committee, a subgroup. What are they called? What's a sub-cabinet grouping? It's uh, called the Women's Photo Op Committee. I think, <laughs> I think that's its actual name. Empathy graduates. Uh, training. Uh, so this was this was a meeting in in the cabinet room where mm. um, we had this uh, senior group of senior women in the in the government uh, meeting to discuss uh, and Michael McCormack. Uh, well, indeed, Michael McCormack looking like oh god, I walked into the wrong meeting. What, you know do, I, <laughs> what do I do? And, and, and Scott Morrison and I did like um, yeah. you know this is what are the odds oh. that uh, Scott Morrison started the meeting with all right, ladies. It just looked. There was just, there was a, some of the photos that I was oh. seeing. Like there were three or four photos that were put out from it. At least half of them were pictures of Scott Morrison explaining, and I, I, all of it, and 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 the rest of it. I just uh, wanted to look kind of behind and think there must have been a a sideboard where all the ladies had come in and put their plate down. Absolutely. <laughs> Sort of like yep, the parliamentary someone, women's so, association. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. parliamentary women's association yeah. brought a plate in and then sat there, and then they all sat there with their hands clasped in front of them or, they? on the on the desk. And I thought, and I saw lots of people on Twitter to all saying the same thing of like, was this part of the empathy training? Like, do you sit there with your hands clasped Is in it? front of you so you're sort of open to communication and listening? Oh, okay. Um, and showing, you know, respect, restraint, and, and things like that. Oh, or is this good, good finishing school etiquette? Um, if you if you're ever on a the consultative committee, you have to be able to see their ankles to know that. Because if the ankles have to be crossed and slightly to the side with the knees forward and uh, yeah, together, yeah. then it's good etiquette. Uh, fair enough. If fair anyone's going to know, that's me. That's true. You're a strong follower of the Lady Die um, Instagram accounts. I do so worry about etiquette these days. Yes, well, I do. Well, we we know because social media is ruining everything. Social media. Okay, this is where I, you know, who is to blame? We've got uh, uh, we've had some people mm. already, uh, but let's let's go with social media. So at the moment, uh, after a, a rough week for Andrew Lamming. And, a, ru- and a rough month or so for the government. Six weeks, uh, yeah. Scott Morrison has come out and declared that the, the real villain here, the real villain is the social media. Yes. Uh, and we've had a couple of little, little, uh, little things going on in social media in the last, uh, last week or so. So, first of all, Scott Morrison has suggested that we should uh, ban anonymous accounts, that you've got to give your passport something similar. I don't know. The, I don't know the full details of this yeah. policy thought bubble. Definitely uh, a blood test. Be, uh, before you're allowed to have a Facebook account, that you have to, or your Twitter <laughs> account has to be registered in your own name, and you have to put your. Mm. Oh, I just can't. Uh, well, look. Well, clearly, uh, I have issues with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unless yeah, they, anyone actually thinks my name is CJ Josh. It's not. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. Well, the first thing that would, would podcasts be covered in this? So would we have to we, be? This is uh, considered social media. So so no. Scott Morrison says we've got to show our license at the door before yeah, we're allowed I, to record. I think it's really funny because the three of us actually only met because of social media. Most of the people I know now uh, in my life mm-hmm. in Canberra since I came here, I've met through social Proving media. Proving their point. Yes. Seditious. Seditious. Pricks the lot of us. <laughs> 
and they're proving it. This is, we're just making it worse for ourselves. We might as well stop now. Mm, mm. But no, just, well. just to they've go in well. this, it, it is such a dumb thought bubble that people have yeah. every so often that oh, we should just I, we should just I'm make it so you got to have three your, years. Yeah, every, every three years or so, someone yeah. will come up, or you get a social media giant that that pushes things in this sort of direction accidentally, and then that platform but collapses and we move on. There to are yeah. so many good, sensible reasons why people need to maintain privacy, maintain their anonymity, and use social media as they want, not as the government says we should be allowed to use and it. In order of priority, hilarious. That's that's my main priority for it. If it's hilarious, if it's then anonymity is is critical. Mm. If we're going to lose hilarious, then I'm I'm against it. The rest of it, I don't know about priorities. No, all jokes will be all. jokes will be registered against your passport. Well, you have so, to check them first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to submit your joke to the Twitter <laughs> police. Can you imagine submitting your joke to Kevin Andrews or someone saying, "Oh my hey, mate, god, do you reckon this is funny?" Oh, did you know though? Do you know uh, there, there would be that would be the best week in Australian history ever if yeah. for some reason Kevin Andrews said uh, all jokes must be submitted to me in advance. The social and media censor. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the list of jokes that would go in there? I I would guess that they would not be. Favorable to Kevin Andrews, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be light. Let's. It'd be like that. That poor person that has to sit on the um, motor vehicle registration counter and look at all the number plates that per- personalized number yes. plates that people want to put in and try no, and work out. You can't have how, penis. Yeah. This one says <laughs> cock this and one, balls. Yeah, yeah. This one. The, yeah. And and you can just see people's pride when they slip one through that someone just didn't Hell read yeah. it in a different way. Is there uh, talking about this? This is a very different uh, Andrew Cuomo. Different podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Andrew Cuomo wants to approve a building in New York called Pen 15, which if you write down P-I-P-E-N 15. Oh, yeah. <laughs> could mean anything. I just, there you go. That's so, fantastic. <laughs> but uh, look, th- that would be a great job, you know, finding all of the, seeing if you can sneak through your dodgy, but Jesus, come on. I no, know. No, that, I think it's a great idea. Well, it's also- We've got to protect Peter Dutton. When I yes, you got to protect him. There was there was a se- there's several reasons why I don't, I didn't have my own name, and one was because I was teaching at the time when all this stuff started kicking off a million years ago, and I thought mm. I don't want to be hassled by my students. Mm. And then it was I was working for the government, uh, working the public service, and mm. I wanted to have a clear delineation between what was my private life and what was my public service life. And I thought the honest thing was to do, you know, use my real name in. The honest thing was to lie about who you are. And and set up a bunch of um, alt accounts, fake fake alt accounts. accounts. I've never never had the energy to do that. Oh, really? Neither neither has you. Hang on, I have. (laughs) (laughs) I just remembered, just saw the look on your face then. Yes, I have. (laughs) But but there's a whole lot of reasons. And I know the people who find Facebook utterly unbearable and miserable is usually because they've used their own name and it's everyone they went to high school with that they've tried to avoid all their life. Uh, yeah. I don't have that issue. It's fantastic. Because <laughs> you, know, you dropped out of high school, didn't you? No, so yeah, pretty matter. much. Yeah. Kicked, well, not, well like you, not like you who got kicked out. <laughs> the trick is to use an anonymous name in high school and then then you don't have that problem later on. This That's why my parents called me at Roddle. <laughs> <laughs> Stay anonymous all the way through yeah. and nothing sticks to you. So, I know, but this whole idea that, 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 that people are going to behave differently because... They've, yeah, sure. Some people people are going to be pricks if they're going to be pricks, but yeah. they that's not. The oh, they they will behave differently, but it will make society a far worse place. Yeah. And by worse, you mean better? No, I don't. Yeah, no, you I mean don't. you mean morally less bankrupt. So, as Rod said, the other part of blame social media. Um, Peter Dutton, as as was described uh, just recently, I think it was the shovel or the chaser, yeah. said uh, thin skin, which makes a great potato salad. So. I know, and then they yeah. po- then they yeah. put out a lovely photo of him holding a puppy. That's <laughs> a great one, isn't it? Saying this is just this has got nothing to do with any, any impending lawsuits. So, what has Peter Dutton uh, added to the mix this week? 
I think he just cried a lot, didn't he? He just basically cried and said, I'm not he's a potato. D- he's drawn a line in the sand and said, yep. enough is enough. And Defamation cases. Defamation cases that he wants to bring up. I, I saw people. little rumblings about basically no one knows who the hell you are, small-time users being told to take down posts. There was... Uh, it's begun. So there's a tweet accusing him being a rape apologist. Uh, that was... Larissa, Larissa Waters. She apologised. She apologised for that. That's a senator saying something like that. And I reckon, yeah, well, you should... <laughs> Like that's a dumb thing to do. Yeah, that's not social media's fault. No, <laughs> no, and 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 indeed, a politician should be held to different standards uh, as a member of the public. You know, uh, well, not necessarily. Well, it's as been in working sense, so far. Well, well, the point being that we vote for politicians, and so we we we're voting based on their behaviour. Sure. Whereas a member member of the wider public, it's like you know, you should be allowed to do a little bit out there. So Peter Dutton uh, suing for defamation or potentially suing for defamation. Um, what's the phrase? I don't want to get sued. What a little. Beach. I oh, know. But uh, I, look, it's it's also that they look at some of these things and they see it, uh, 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 and you think, do, does anyone look at the bio of the person that posted it, or how many followers they no. have, or you know what their history is, and and all that kind of thing? And they just seem to jump at shadows. The thing that gets me here is that he's, not uh, he's just been a dick and he wants well, more it's, power. It's, well, there, it's he's it's the. It's looking at people and going, oh, they're, they're inconsequential, so I won't bother, which we would hope that the dignified politician would do. <laughs> or or they're inconsequential, so this will be a great time to flex my muscles and make everyone who is of the same level of inconsequential yeah. be scared as well. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the point yeah. the point here is to make people scared, not to actually yep. you know show, uh, fix the discourse. Or Th- anything there's like no that. way Dutton is offended. Like He was a Queensland cop, for fuck's sake. He, he, his job was to be abused. Since he was a child, his job was to be abused. I don't mean that in a weird way. Oh, you mean so, like people in the street saying, yeah. hey, fucker. Yeah. Like that. They're meant to cope with that. Yeah, that's what he does. And I reckon he does. I don't believe for a second he's going, oh, someone's mean to me on Twitter. It's not fair. I want to sue. He's doing it for completely other reasons and all of them are about gaining, uh, gaining think, more power, I reckon. I think this, uh, as well, this is practice thin so, skin. Allegedly. The, the oh, practice thin skin. I like that. Pra- practice thin skin where basically people like that Working very hard to have a thin skin so that they get, you know... Uh, performance thin skin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm sure as a Queensland cop, he coped with a whole lot of abuse and maybe there were times when uh, he would choose not to react to that abuse. But I think the other thing about Queensland cops is definitely there are times when you can be a thin skin and just go, that's it, you're getting arrested. And, and yes. slight sledge to the Queensland cops because you do have a history and we might just, you know... Do something to you it's to death pattern. in jail. You know. Yeah, but in the past, obviously. In the past, you're, in all the past. Lo- you're all lovely now. You're lovely in the past. You're I'm not lovely. saying you did that at all. No, no, no. Oh. Just associations here, no. and there's no such thing as guilt by association. So Ever. don't, don't Ever. worry about it. No, there isn't. Don't worry but about then, it. I don't think people have to look. I don't. I don't get the whole abuse thing on on Twitter or whatever social th- platform. Being rude to people doesn't seem to make much. Of a difference and it uh, and that and I've certainly I've done it. Look, I have done it. Sure, I've done it. Um, uh, As in, you you have you have received abused. or you have done? Oh, it? I've received. I I must have abu- I must have abused people. I remember one day I just went through the whole opposition um, cabinet. A, 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 the shadow cabinet, sorry, and actually wrote them out as if they were actually in government, and that and uh-huh. people saw, and that that frightened people too. Is so, right? like, there's all sorts of different ways that you can use these. Diff- Is that because of how much of a dork you were being? I was, I was a real yeah, dork. That's but what frightened them, maybe. Pos- possibly, but yeah. I'm just saying that that I, I I don't think there's any need to be revolting, but I don't understand when people behave so appallingly that they're surprised that people react. 
Like yeah. the things that, that Dutton has done as Minister for Immigration, Home Affairs, whatever, yeah. the kids on Christmas Island and all the rest of that. And you, you you behave like that and yet you want to get your knickers in a twist about someone calling you a name on Twitter. Yeah. And that I the disproportion of what they're doing in the world astounds me. It's because he's not offended, he's about his power. Allegedly. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't very articulate then, but... No, you got it. You I got just, it. Just, ugh, I, just, I don't get it. I mean, I don't get I don't. I don't get it because these guys, are, they, they're they privileged, they're safe, they've never had anyone have a crack at them probably in their lives and now someone has a, has a, a bitch about them on Twitter and they get all up in a tiz about it. No, I think they're actually trying to protect us from Andrew Lemming. So to be fair, this is actually good. <laughs> How's this going to work? By, by if well, you, you, I mean, we all saw this. He has allegedly set up dozens of Facebook pages under the guise of community and news groups, and one that was even posing as an educational institution. As an educational yeah, institution? Yeah, he went off. The, he the went Andrew off. Lamming Institute? I wish it was. Oh, believe <laughs> It's like the Pons Institute. <laughs> yeah, the, the <laughs> Pons Institute? Yeah. But there, there's some great stuff. So the AEC are actually going to investigate him because apparently the he's he's gone to a point where it may seem like he's transgressed laws that involve him authorizing stuff in his own oh, role. Okay. Or yeah. Politicians need to say when they're, say saying, when they're something. saying something. Yeah. But what I loved is I had a little dig into The Guardian and they had some great stuff saying, here's some of the Facebook pages. So one of them he called the Redland Bay Bulletin, which is a very close name to the Redland City Bulletin, which actually exists. Um, he claimed it was a community group, but it was actually set up by him in 2015. And the page claims it would, uh, here's a quote, keep a close eye on politicians and their promises. So he's got no vested interest in that. It's obviously clear as hell. This page was created to provide an opportunity for you to communicate your likes and dislikes, advertise an event or your business. So share this page to fellow residents, not with, to. Let's see if we are noticed so that positive changes can be made. That's what the About page says. Okay. So anyway, it was reported as Sounds a bunch of LNP right. propaganda. <laughs> um, and so he got dobbed in and basically went, oh, yeah, actually, this is Andrew's page. But then he also created the Redland Institute. Which I believe <laughs> told was, you. Yeah. Knew there'd be an institute. There's an institute. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think I think there's a there's a pose not a pose law. Uh, um, what's the um, the law? You know, eventually any argument on the internet ends up using the word Hitler. But yeah. I think yes. any any institute. creation of fake accounts. Yeah. Uh, within ten, you will make something that's got the word institute. institute. You'll be like, oh, I feel like I need. You know, first I'm going to make uh, someone like this, then someone like the this. Hitler Institute. Then I'm going to get the institute. So his his call was um, for this one. The Redland Institute is a forum for balanced discussion of major issues. Um, and it's registered with Facebook's education group. So they promote stories casting doubt on climate science, calling it uh, apocalyptic environmentalism, and then they spread anti-labour and anti-green propaganda while linking to Lemming's official material. That's just two Th- I of think supposedly dozens. I think they were, I'd be very surprised if other political well, parties didn't. didn't. Of course they did. Or, or other politicians. Well politicians. done, Angus. Being, yeah, well uh, done, Angus. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, those uh, like, like yes, I can see that there there would be many things of that. But this is to be honest, how would you not? How would you not? If you if you're I a politician, you're management. like, okay, what we need to do yeah. is we need, we need to have some voices like this saying these sorts of things. So we could either get people out in the street to spontaneously say them, yeah. or we could just solve that problem and sort of leave out the middleman and say it ourselves all with a doing, different hat on. All yeah. we're like, doing here is saying we agree with you, Peter D. Everyone should have to submit ID. <laughs> That's all we're doing is agreeing with Dutton right now. I mean, it's impossible not I to. I am not. I when, am. When not. you think about it, it's impossible not to. I am not. I just, you know, it's it's amusing when people get caught, but deep down, uh, anonymity is an important thing. Yeah, and I agree. and I think uh, 
you know, actually, actually lying is a very different thing. But I think set, the idea that people can set up alt accounts, it's it's a little bit funny, but you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. You know, you know what cracked me up more? There's a great little snippet from The Australian, apparently, and they, in quotes, exclusively reported that lawyer and potential Labor Senator Josh Bornstein... Oh, yes. ...called ALP frontbencher Chris Bowen a muppet on Twitter and okay. mocked the right faction MP's uh, book on reforming the party. So this is the, the news that comes straight after the, the day the Oz reported that Bornstein apologised for likening a, sema, a female senior unionist to a dog in a 2016 tweet. I, um, I'm not sure... This is what about, the Australian reported. Well, so, so in that story, I haven't actually followed that story mm. to all the ins and outs, but I saw one that said the description was that, that she, she was dogged. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I, that means you're a dog, different. right? Dogged means stubborn, and 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 there was stubborn. some there was Determined. some there was yeah. some pejorative elements of the tweet, like it was it, like said that uh, she was stubborn and dogged, and you know stubborn is not necessarily the nicest thing, but it also means as a politician you are someone who pursues the co- the cause. It so, doesn't sound like too bad a thing. But also muppet. muppet. I mean, come muppet. on. So come let's on. run Muppets with the obvious theory here. The the obvious theory, and it's not a tricky one to, to tease out, is the Australian went holy shit. The Liberals have done all kinds of dreadful, terrible things. We'll get you, Labor. Oh, there was also uh, Peter Van Onselen adding a, um, a both sidesism about all of this. Imagine. And he, he was on, on this yeah. one with the Josh Borenstein. Uh, look, mm. when it comes down to it, uh, calling someone on your own side a Muppet, I someone calls me a Muppet, I, I don't adorable. believe... I totally is, but I don't believe that this is the job of a national newspaper to prosecute. <laughs> no. I, I really... You know, I don't really believe we've got a national newspaper. I was going to say that. But if we have yeah, a pretend yeah. national newspaper, I think chasing up when one politician calls pretend someone better. on their own Just pretend side, better. Muppet. Yeah. You're a Muppet. Yeah. Like, it is not a huge it's insult. Not, it's exclusive. Not a, no, it's an exclusive. <laughs> They're always exclusive. It was part of an exclusive. <laughs> but, it's, but again, it's like, getting back to that, the anonymity thing. It's the difference between um, having being anonymous and being um, deceptive, and, yes. and and that's that's the the whole point. And if you can, you can, you know, you can call yourself any name that you want as long as you're not defrauding people. Like as long as you're not being deceptive. I could just go by the name of Gary Garantold. You could. Yes. Cool. You could. It would not be a problem. And I'm changing you know. my name to Hitler Institute. <laughs> there you go. I don't think you can call your last. Can you ha- have Institute as your last name? Why not? Why not? It's weird. Weird. Okay, hospital in Hitler Hospital Institute. <laughs> <laughs> but but um yeah, so as long as you're not being deceptive, and I think that's the point that everyone seems to miss out on on all of these things. And I would say that Andrew Lamming having a million Facebook accounts is the deception part of it, which is the problematic part of it. And um yes, stop it, Andrew. And well, why are you still a bloody politician anyway? Well, indeed. Well, Remember, as we well. said last week. Tainted vote. Tainted. Don't touch me, please. Don't vote with your I taint. Stand Everyone knows away. that. <laughs> you tease. Ah, all right. Ah, what 80s. else have we got Nothing. this week? That's it. That's I'm going to. Uh, so um, last week, got, uh, Malcolm Turnbull uh, got a new job. Uh, so <laughs> this week, <laughs> well, I, I've got this. Wait. This comes from uh, Michael Mazengarb. Uh, yeah. Just a nice little timeline. So, 29th of March, Malcolm Turnbull appointed as chair of New South Wales Net Zero Advisory Board. Now, just remember, Malcolm Turnbull is an ex prime minister, and he could he could probably have the pick of quite. Uh, any sort of board that he wants, really. Yes, well, he, he, a state enviro board wouldn't be something you pick if you weren't into it. No, absolutely, absolutely. It is not exactly the most uh, glorious appointment in the world. I mean, the fact that the interim, spoiler alert, 
Malcolm Turnbull lost this job, that the interim person nominated here uh, is a professor from uh, UNSW, I think. Uh, mm. Not exactly the most famous person in the world and not exactly someone that we go, oh, yeah, that is the person in mm. clean energy. It, it's, yeah. it's it, you know, a legitimate person, but I think Malcolm Turnbull was probably do, doing something good in the climate space here. So 29th of March, he's appointed. 31st of March, Turnbull calls for a halt on new coal mines. Two days into the job, yep. might be part of the job to say, hang on, net zero, we need no more coal mines, which is true. No, show me any science that backs that up. Any. <laughs> Here's the bit that I like that uh, Michael Mazengarb uh, added. Now, this, of course, is just a timeline. 4th of March, uh, Baril- uh, Barilaro, uh, who is the right. New South Wales Nats leader and the deputy premier, uh, attends a football match as a guest of New South Wales Mineral Council with Joel Fitzgibbon oh. and Mark Latham. Coincidence. Two days later. Fitzgibbon and Mark two- Latham. Jesus, could you, like, can you imagine you are, you sit down at a dinner table and those uh, two clowns are oh. sitting? The amount I would have to drink, it would be colossal. Oh. <laughs> they would sing songs about how much I consumed. Oh, you, it's, it's the pull out the vat of mead, yeah. put some earplugs in and yeah. just say, I need yeah. to destroy myself yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh. If I can think at all halfway oh. through this night, I'm going to kill myself. I've got to say though, people. Mark Latham, you're looking more and more like Emperor Palpatine. I don't know if it's the before or after you went full emperor, but yeah. you are looking a little, little bit, bit like more. that at the moment, Mark. Okay. You know, so no, he has a he has a strict health regime. Everyone knows that. So yeah, two days after that, yeah. um, uh, Turnbull loses his job at the uh, the Net Zero um, absolute advisory board. Now, absolute coincidence. You know, it's just nothing mm. going on here. But there's a lot of happenstance. <sighs> Look, I know that Malcolm Turnbull's record on a whole bunch of things is a long way from perfect, uh, but I think. The, the efforts of people like Mark Latham and Joel Fitzgibbon to continue pumping more fossil carbon into the atmosphere can go and get fucked. <laughs> oh, um, sorry, what, what, but, yes. but what do you reckon? Well, he, so, so Malcolm doesn't have the job anymore. And, and I was here, oh, look, I just... Is he, is he going to be all right? He won't, will we, I think will he'll he be, be out fine. on the streets? Yeah. Will he be Job keeper. Oh, no, that's gone. I think, yeah, I think he's fine. But climate's never kind of worked well for Malcolm, has it? As not, a general not, not topic. Ever. No, no, not in <laughs> any He's never kind related. of found his comfortable place with it. He should no. stay away from government-related positions on climate. No. Uh, look, I know that he didn't do anywhere near as much as, as Australia needs on climate. No. But my God... Trying to trying to whip the uh, the right wing nut jobs of the the liberal the national party into some sort of climate policy would be amongst the hardest jobs what in the world. Hiding to nothing. Now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's pushing a boulder into uh, a turd forest. Like it's just <laughs> squishy. Up, up a hill. Yeah. It's, what was it? It's it's like trying to staple a wet mattress to the ceiling. Um, Wow, there's an there's yeah. an image. Yeah, what kind of stapler? Like you three, four, seven? <laughs> I think I'm actually yeah. mixing two metaphors. No, this is I, I heard this on a show years ago. There was there was push a wet mattress up a spiral staircase, which I, I like <laughs> that one, or trying to sticky tape vo- vomit to the ceiling. And uh, well, who hasn't tried that? Though? Uh, I mean, indeed, both normal. very tricky things to do. Uh, okay, uh, speaking of culture wars. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Martin Eels. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, who is this beautiful slash evil looking person? Slash definitely made by a Photoshop program. Yeah, like and, and from Central Casting for Sound of Music. So what is he, oh, the yeah. managing director so of? So he's, he's the, uh, the boss of the Australian Christian Lobby. I mean, we all know, we all know about them. Uh, yes. And he's calling on Christians to become more politically visible. And he's going to be calling on them tonight on Q&A. Is it tonight? Like it said, the yeah, other yeah. ninth, eighth, whatever today is yeah. ninth. 
today because Q&A's moved to Thursdays. Has it really? Yeah. God, I'm not good at TV. No, you're not good at <laughs> TV. No, no, but you, aren't you good at Twitter? Uh, yeah, to some extent, but... Uh, That's the only way I watch Q&A is via tweets. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That's the only way to do it. But so he's, he's apparently saying the, the more we are seen for who we really are, the more powerful our influence is going to be, which is, you know, in and of itself a nice little troll to get people to watch Q&A. Also, fuck you, ABC, for running him. But anyway, that's aside. But it, it also, sorry, he did say this just after we'd had a four-day shutdown for a Christian holiday. What was that? Like, <laughs> we just had Easter and he's like, Christian values aren't being seen in this society. You never see them. And I'm it never like, comes up. Yep. hang on a minute. <laughs> Pretty I, sure we just had a very long weekend. I don't know how Christian it was. Yeah. Oh, I, I was definitely is. not Christian. Even, even if you're not Christian during the four-day weekend, there's yeah. a, you, you have to acknowledge that Gandalf underpinning did become among us yeah. during yeah. the orthodoxy. That Odin sacrificed himself to himself. Yeah. But what I loved, so I did a little, I did a little rummage around on Martin Yildiz or Isles oh, or Lillez. So he was speaking at the Church and State Conference last month in, I believe, Brisbane. Uh, so are they in favour of separating church and state, or are they more? Church plus state or I, church I don't, I don't think they can tell the difference. <laughs> I, I think I think for them it's like, what do you mean and? Why is there a conjunction? Isn't that one word? Church state. Just church. church. State. Yeah, it's like Foucault says, power knowledge, put them together. You know, they're the it's same thing. It's exactly like Foucault. You don't need to tell me. Wow. I know, right? Church state. Like it. Yeah. And so his organisation is renowned for campaigning against Victoria's recent ban on conversion therapy. <sighs> because um, you, you should not attempt to change or suppress someone's sexuality or gender identity. Um, that's what they say. He said, no, that's not right because it's not right. So he says, uh, he spoke at length at this convention on the, quote, transgender thing. Described transgender thing? The thing. I assume he's talking about genitals, okay. but it's not clear. Um, he described it as the weakest part of the LGBTQI rights movement because it was where the lie is most fragile. Oh, oh, okay. Where the lie is most oh. fragile. Okay. He has comments on government too, and I like these. He didn't, explain, like he didn't explain how the lie was fragile? Well, it's easily breakable. Uh, yeah. That, that yeah. That's what fragile means. So he, he, God. He, so is he saying... Jesus! Just, just as, a, as a political scientist here, though, yeah. is he saying I'm that... I'm not, though. No, no. I'm putting my political scientist hat on. Is he saying his, his goal here is to fracture uh, the LGBTQI alliance? Which is uh, an interesting move. So him suggesting yeah. there that perhaps potentially they can split out the intersex. Yeah, and by then, hitting them there. Well, and then saying maybe we can get more of the LGB. How far is he? Not the T. Not I don't. Oh, all the way. But but that he but he would be. He, does yes. he want does he want uh, gay, lesbian, bisexual people to be more on his team and split away from that? That's interesting. I don't think he agrees they have a team at all. I think. But is he? No, but he's saying that he's, he's saying, going for yeah. the splitter. Yeah. He's, he's splitting. So yeah. he, so is he gonna? Is he gonna actually got the guts to go pro gay? No, he'll never go pro gay. See, That's, this is the problem. No, of this is the problem. They tr they try and split an alliance, but but deep down they, they hate they up. hate everyone on the on that whole. That's team. what I'm saying. So if, yeah, if you want to split right. a team, you have to love some bit of it and hate the other part according of it. According like, to the God, and you can just ask Martin; he'll tell you. According to the God, there these people don't actually exist. It's not true. All of them. All of them. Okay. You can't be LGBTQ or I because it's not true. Um, oh. ob I did so much this episode. I mean, have you not <laughs> been to certain churches in some places? No, not, not, not me. So his comments on the government I enjoy, and you're going to love them. So he, he had prepared remarks at this, uh, remember, church and state. And he said the government governments had given up their God-given duty to punish those who do evil and reward those who do good. And he basically implied that behaviour viewed by the church as sinful should be outlawed. 
It's so got, the church thinks it's sinful, therefore it should be illegal. Illegal. Under his eye. Okay. Um, <laughs> under his eye is a good term. He didn't actually say it. but So he says governments uh, say that uh, that's wrong, it's out, and that's right, it's in, therefore they should do it properly. So what's happening is the opposite. What they're saying is that's wrong, it's in, that's right, it's out. So he said the world's gone backwards. The government have now said, well, there's a wrong thing like LGBTQI, mm-hmm. therefore it's okay and in and important to support. And... Uh, assume a conversion therapy, which is right, should ah. be out. And he later, this is my favourite bit, I think, perhaps, in a panel discussion later, he joked that his father often said, we need a good war to sort this out, and there's a little <sighs> bit of truth in that, because society would not be so concerned about climate change or gender identity if we were at war with China. Sweet, sweet. That's a nice policy. Wow. Let's just have a little war with China so we can solve our culture war issues. Because fuck climate and gay people. Holy shit. Like as, as, a, as a policy to go, you know, let's just have war with China so that my own little... Uh, now, my, now I think you're putting words into his mouth. My he own he little issues get solved. Let's have a war. I mean, remember he's, social he's saying media. It's good. Remember social media is now, you know, we're going to be in trouble. He didn't say let's have it. He said, wouldn't it be topsy if it happened? If it happened, you wouldn't worry about all this. No, no, like, I'm, not, I'm going to say if it starts, then I'm not going to be upset. That's a very big wag for dog. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It really is a very big like, wag Like if you, if you are so obsessed with culture war issues yeah. that you would go to war with China. No, no, he's not going to say, for example, if it if, happened, if, if it just, if one just sort of, oops, we're at war with China, <laughs> culture war solved, as you so well, well put it. All right. Uh, he has also he has taken on a little bit of his own war uh, as well. He's he's taken up the cause of Israel Folau, um, oh. and he wants he wants to get Israel Folau back into the rugby league. Uh, so he started. Uh, so Martin Eels has started a campaign to get Israel Folau back into the rugby league. However, does anyone want Israel Folau? That's back the in? thing. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. Not only does the the NRL chief Peter Volandis uh, has said, "Look, you're wasting your time here," because no team actually wants, actually wants him Israel. That they have much. all realised that this is a toxic political issue, and they don't want to get involved. How did they? How did they realise it? How did they work that out? What, what gave it away? Uh, oh God! Social media. Yeah, probably social oh, media. Fucking social media. Show me your ID. <laughs> I can't go on until I can confirm who you are or are not. Uh, I just these people. These people. I know it's a terrible thing these to say, people. but these people. Like, it just amazes me. How, what an insular, terrible life they must yeah. lead. It must be so narrow, and the people that that they mix with must be just. Can you imagine being a young person in that guy's family no. who possibly thinks maybe I'm gay? This is and the, the torment that that would bring on. That narrowness as well. This is like the... It just um, drives me nuts. The, I haven't actually watched Bombshell, but like the Fox News presenters... Oh, yeah, I've watched Who it. all end up looking the same. They you do. You know, the, the, the women look like that and the men look like a human boat shoe. Like it, it, yes. th- th- there yes. is only one way to be in the world and my God... What a boring way to be in the world. This is I still. This is the thing that still gets me about all of Are the libertarians. Are you calling Margot Robbie unattractive? No, I'm not, I, would, I would not say anything negative about Margot. Because I will Margot. flip this table, sir. I, I, I'm very much on Margot's team here. Very <laughs> team much Margot. on Margot's team. No, I was going to say it's the libertarians of uh, uh, yeah. like uh, yeah. Tim Wilson and all those guys um, from – what's the libertarian? IPA. Uh, the IPA. You know – 
they, they're like, oh, we believe in freedom, but it's also always the freedom to look like a boring guy in a suit. You yeah. know, that, that, the freedom to be the I, same. I, I, I would respect, yeah. I would respect yeah. the IPA so much more if they had some intense punk guy as the spokesperson. Absolutely. Like if they or or girl, but if they were if they were a pot to- smoking moron on one side, a freaking yeah, a punk just person. Mix like, just do oh, it. Yeah. Put a swastika on your forehead because fuck everything, and you're like, this is I believe in true freedom. Yeah, actual anarchy. Yeah, actual anarchy. But no, no, they just want they just want the freedom to take other people's stuff. Once more, under his eye. Under his eye. Oh, who is allowed to criticise uh, the Prime Minister, according to <laughs> according to the Courier-Mail, or uh, well, more no, precisely, nobody. Uh, Associate Editor Kylie Lang? Oh, no, here's her nobody. And, th- and this is the other thing that gets me about the, the freedom of speech. You know how people go yeah. on about yeah, the, yeah. You know, freedom of speech? Blah, blah, blah. That, that The real meaning of the freedom of speech thing was only in the American context is to criticise the government. That is, that, that's that's actually that's the point of yeah. it. But it's the same as democracy. Freedom of speech is fine <laughs> as, until I don't like it, and democracy is fine as long as I get my way. All right, you two, tell the story before we get Sorry. commentary. Her quote was, Since when did the Australian <laughs> of the real. Year honour come with a licence to personally attack our nation's leader? And she was having a kick at Grace Tame for saying Scott Morrison's cabinet reshuffle, and I'm paraphrasing here, is a load of pants. It's balls, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Kylie Lang is the associate editor of the Korean Mail, and who's, who's uh, people within the stable of the... Um, the News Corp, have had such headlines as kick this Labour mob out with a literal picture of Anastasia Palushuk. Palaszczuk. Palaszczuk. Yeah, Palaszczuk. In the crosshairs of a rifle. Yeah. Like that was, that's, you know, front page news. Here's a picture of a premier with uh, crosshairs on her head. Um, Whereas saying um, uh, Scott Morrison being criticised by Grace Tame, who has done, as we all know, a lot and had a lot done to her, um, that's that's a, a horse too no, the, the, far. There's there's one license to criticise the government. Oh, and, and that only goes one person to, at a time. Yeah, that goes to News Corp when it's a Labor government. And, and Good call. That's that's the license. And that's the News Corp when it's a Liberal government for Labor still. Yes, yes, yeah. to criticise previous Labor governments. Yes, that's yeah. that's all the criticism quite, you need. Quite a You're history right. of You're Australians right. of the Year actually coming out and criticising that whichever government happened to be in power at the time. It is kind of like no, seen have as it. a. Of the voice that you give people, absolutely, at the time. Um, it's it's almost like that's the point. That's the I point. I mean, even that's that's why liberal governments love giving it to Steve Waugh, so that you can go, <laughs> so that he can say, play more cricket. Cricket's great. Support some orphanages, something uh, like if that. That's what it's really like. I'm giving mine back. Liberal liberal governments are scared of giving it to people who have political issues to talk about. Well, they because like to, they talk about them. They like wow. to give it to to the. To the people, oh, who is that? Oh, uh, look, in fairness to the Australia Australia Day Committee, it is not determined by government. It, it is isn't. De- it's it de- isn't. It's, uh, it's but, hands off. But, but they, they do like to stand up and go and take a bit of the credit at the time that the person oh, is absolutely. named, yeah. Yeah. and sort of go, oh, "Look how inclusive we all are," and, and then and then they step back from it and rubbish them. So, oh, this or was don't uh, support them. Uh, batty. That's uh, what I was just about to yeah. say. Rosie Batty, the same thing. Yeah, ex- exactly the same thing. Talking on very similar issue, uh, or at least gendered violence being yeah. being the issue here. Uh, and this idea that, yeah. A, they're not allowed to talk. They're, they're citizens who've been thrust forward to be the Australian citizen of the to year. To talk a To bloody talk. Mm. So Just a little bit. Kylie Lang, you're in the wrong here. Uh, but w- once again, you know, well done for that. There are so many smoke screens being blown around right now by our LNP apologists. I, I like, I can't breathe. I need a mask more than I used to when we were trying to burn half of the state. Oh, sorry, half the country down. Mm. Mm. Um, it's really quite remarkable the amount of smoke screening going on. It's 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 great. All right, it's great. What are they smoke screening about then? 
could what, be could what, be anything. What what should we be paying attention to? I don't know. Do you think it could possibly be something to do with a pandemic and a vaccine or what, or, or? what pandemic? Yeah, I know, I know. What I know. what I mean? You know, we haven't had uh, we haven't even said the phrase rape update, so we've we've given up too. No, no, we've well, been doing a fair no, bit. No, there's, there's a fair bit there, but there's not but been you know anything I mean. of the. Yeah, I know, I know, but you know what I mean. Like even it's because just, there's so much else. Well, there is there is a lot, but I do think that, that the announcement to, today about the response to the respect at work, all that that will get caught up. You it, wait, it is related, you yes, wait. Yes. You know, in twelve hours' time, there will be another half a dozen stories of something dreadful. So. Peter Dutton was called a poo-poo head on. Uh, well the then, uh, how how is our vaccine oh, no, rollout. rollout going? The rollout's going well. It's going well. We have more than 10 um, people vaccinated now. Well more than 10. Cool. Which nice. is close to the original target of over 4 million. Yeah. Did you yeah. see Scott Morrison come out? I think it was Monday. Came, oh, no. No, it must have been Tuesday. Came out and said, uh, no, I never said that. And it, mm. I, I can't believe how he's he's he, he's got this whole – he lies. I mean, we know – Entirely. We, we, we know he lies. And it, but now he does it in a in a very short space of time. So like mm. he'll come out on the Thursday and say something, and then on the next Tuesday he comes out and says, "No, I never said anything." And you're that like, hang on, that that he, he, you vision is it. still captured yeah. in my phone. <laughs> you know, like I yeah. still I can go back and reference this. And he just goes, "Well, no," I'll, or I was taken out of context, or that's not what I meant, or I'm not into the Canberra bubble, or, or I've got to go, or, or I've got to. I'm half an hour late for my own media conference that I called, and now I'll skip off early. Yeah, unless Chris Yeoman's got. A uh, nice easy oh, question for you. Oh, yeah. Prime Minister, would you say you're the question? best Prime Minister recently or just of all time? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I reckon, I, I think it's beautifully captured by a Twitter person, Lord of Wentworth. Oh, yes. The quote was uh, from Yes Prime Minister, essentially, or, or paraphrasing. Look, when I said 4 million by April the 1st, I didn't specify which year, and the EU oh, either did no, or didn't block the vaccine. No, no, no. no, no he's, he's, he's sad. Taking the piss. And the EU either did or didn't block the vaccine, I either did or did not order. I categorically denied demanding Holgate should step down when I did. I simply didn't. And on and on it goes. And I think that's nicely captured. He, he is an episode of Yes Minister distilled, yep. or actually a whole series of Yes Minister distilled. And the, the, there's such a formula to the to Morrison press conferences now, which yeah. is of, of him coming out to clarify something that he said in the previous one first. Mm. And then, and then, and then that sort of sets everybody off, and 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 then you try to get to what's the nub of this. Swipe bomb. No, no, but but that is good storytelling technique. You know what you got to do? Oh, you, yeah. you keep them keep them bleeding along, yeah. and then and that way oh. you'll have a season that lasts for you know like all of Game of Thrones because you just leave this little hook. Which, I fucked up in the last press conference, so I've just got to come out and clean up this a little bit. Whoops, did another one. Anyways, at the time, there you no, go. Yeah, I don't know. Trump was much better at it because he would do it. He'd, he'd do a lot of forward promotion, like, and you'll yeah. hear a lot more about that in yeah. the future, and oh. you know that kind of stuff, which Morrison can't. I don't think Trump, understand. No. Trump ever, never attempted to clarify anything. No, no, no. Because he, did, well, he never made a mistake. Yeah, he wouldn't have been able to clarify. But um, Morrison's currently also got Murphy, our chief medical officer, and Hunt. Um, no, Brendan not, Murphy's not, not the, uh, the head of health. Sorry, yeah. he's the head of health now. And and Greg Hunt also telling these clashing stories about it's uh, oh, and the EU, of course, uh, contradicting what they've all said about we've held back. Um, vaccines so the timeline is all messed up when exactly they were told they would and wouldn't get the vaccines when they promised they would and wouldn't if you want nice little summaries they are all over the non-news um, corp media mm. uh, summary timelines are excellent bernard keen wrote a really good one a couple of days ago about when they the bought it and when things come and okay. yeah yeah because he's he's forensic in his analysis and um it's all laid out beautifully but what i do enjoy is we talked last time about the uh, consultants that they're oh, employing yes. so that's escalated 
Oh, more consultants? Yeah, or more to... So McKinsey's, who they talked about before, apparently their contract has now doubled with the Department of Health from uh-huh. 1.4 to 3 million for an additional month's worth of advice. That is some shit-hot, shiny advice. <laughs> I mean, really, it smells like roses and can buy you a new car. And so apparently also PM&C have got a contract um, with them who have nothing to do with the rollout, but apparently they do, but they don't, because they are advising on, quote, maximising economic and social opportunities as the vaccine rollout progresses. i got to say, though. $2.4 like, million. Dollars like, to as a gig, points. though, as a gig, you know, giving advice that you're not beholden to. Oof, it's called so consulting. It's pretty good. I know, I know, right? But Brendan, but, uh, Brendan yeah, Murphy, I, like, this, this guy was the chief medical officer, and yeah. he was appointed to be the... He's the secretary, head of the Department, Department of Health, Health now, yep. which means he is a public servant. And 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 Frank why, and fearless. why this dude is putting himself in that position to come out and speak on behalf of the government? That's not your role. It's, it, he's made no. He wasn't. I mean, I don't think church and state man. Yeah, I don't. He wasn't terribly church. good at. at, at <laughs> just, he wasn't terribly good at um, making that distinction before when he was the chief medical. Um, mm. Advisor, mm. but now it's even worse, yep. and he's coming out and speaking on behalf of things you never know. Just don't do that. Public servants should not be doing that. But well, look, I, I agree. I, I just I just have to throw in this little pearl on McKinsey just because it's great. Um, not only are they uh, providing less support extra to prime minister and cabinet as well as health, um, it turns out in the US they were forced to pay nearly six hundred million dollars to settle investigations into their role to help turbocharge opioid sales in um, over there. Oh, um, and this is McKinsey. Uh, yep, and then they're firing. They're in the firing line over um, their role in botching vaccine rollouts in France. That's why you'd hire them, though. Yeah, because they've had experience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was say, exactly. They're, they're a global company with experience in this space. Yeah. Exactly. So, this, but I love it. It's like, oh yeah, we got them on. We got them on for more. Okay, now it's going to two departments. Did we mention they may have pantsed a few things? Whatever. <laughs> so I think it's pretty cool. So the rollout's going well. No problem. But it's going to be cool because if you're under 30, you can might be able to get the AstraZeneca now because that's the latest thing, you know, because you're less well, likely to get the blood clots that are or are not related. Mm. Mm. Well, there's going to – isn't there always some little side effect that will affect – what was it, four in a million people? It's it's low, and they're, they're starting to narrow down on the particular demographics of the type of yeah, people who are more likely. Yeah, and it would likely. depend on what medications you're on, I would things. imagine. Yeah. It's, it's still statistical noise across a whole population. That's, yes. that's the last I've read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw not not much different from the normal normal blood clot rate. Yeah, so, yeah. But but no, there are some studies it seems that are honing in and going. Okay, it's more likely this demographic, this yeah. age, this condition. Should I care yet? Yes. Are you an over sixty woman with a history of conditions? Uh, I have I have some <laughs> fake accounts on Twitter that say I am. Does well, that count? You may be in social media that, jeopardy. That, you might get a social media blood clot. Uh-oh. 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 Uh, just finally, um, why did uh, Christine Holgate uh, lose her job? Cardio watches. Yeah, no, but why, why precisely? Like, what is <laughs> why precisely? I think for CEOing while female. No, d- <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's interesting. There has been there has been further prosecution of this case and further discussion. Seeing people asking why precisely. And so the former head of the Australia Post, yes, gave uh, resigned from her position after she was bl- blasted in under parliamentary privilege by the prime minister in yep. a question time um, through Senate after following Senate Estimates Committee questions relating to gifts that she gave. To either senior staff or board members, I, I think it was staff. staff. But she has she has come out with a hundred no, and no, fifty, 150 pages, 150 pages. Uh, documenting why she believes she was forced out of her all job. bullet points. 
<laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? Uh, and they've all got little tiny stamps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five point font. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And yep. and you, I would have to say she'd have a pretty good case for saying I was forced into that position. When If the Prime Minister stands up and does a rant like he did against her and mm. was so bad in, in Parliament under, under privilege and all of that, and then, yeah. Well, they're saying. Well, what else could she do? She's saying that the um, the gifts were actually approved by the the yes. chairman at the time. Yep. So, so whether they're good gifts or not, or whether they're good business practice or not, that's a different question. But they approved. were approved. It was approved by uh, John Stanhope, who was the chair then, the auditors, and the Australia Post chief financial officer. Yeah, and um, also some of these things can look bad. On I, I always I always remember when. Um, uh, departments, uh, government departments had coffee machines. And, okay, sure, one of them went mad and bought a gold coffee machine and ruined it for everybody. Is it no. actually gold? It, it, it makes the beans taste, taste richer. But they sort of got a few um, of those coffee machines to have uh, in the kitchen because they worked out that they were losing too much time from mm. people yep. going down yep. the coffee shop to buy things. So sometimes it's actually worth a little bit of investment to do that. Now, um, it yeah. looks, it reads on the surface, it might read bad. We bought coffee machines, but our productivity went up. And look, Australia Post is in a weird position because it's oh, it it's a, a government-owned government yeah. corporation that acts like a, a, a regular a business. Yeah, exactly. So it's in a tough place. But then when, when you think about this, these watches were two or three grand or something like yeah. that, which, you know, that's an expensive watch. But, but. You, you look at the corporate culture of bonuses out there and there are bonuses within the public service that are paid that probably dwarf... Astronomically to, dwarf yeah. two yeah. or three grand. Totally. Yes, that may well be an enormous amount to pay for a watch, but it is very different from what actually is happening out well, there. You know, so. my favourite bit of this, I think, is that um, she actually declined to resign, so she could technically still be an employee. So there you go. Which means this whole time she might still be, depending on how it gets argued by the legal eagles, oh, right. she may actually still and have always been an employee of Australia Post, so fuck knows what that case looks like. That's going to be It a looks mm. like a mess. It looks a like a mess. And, and it looks and like a mess that will only be resolved with money. Yeah, I was going to say, my bet is she'll be able to afford a shitload more cardio watches at the end of this if it keeps going this way. And yeah, so but will not the lawyers to, who are no. representing her or anybody else. Oh, they're they're well, made by sides. Cartier. Yeah. They're Cartier lawyers. Yes. Exactly. Jewel encrusted themselves. All right, you like you got any more? Any more for our listeners of catharsis for this know. week of better. politics? I feel better. <laughs> I feel pretty good too. I, I feel three kilos lighter. Although there was a little snippet I was reading by Michelle Grattan in the conversation. She was saying yeah. how apparently the sniff is that Morrison has told people to stop attacking the states because they're in so much shit now and they've fucked up so many things that don't even... Well, David Littleproud... Um, I, I, called something out directly a, a week or so against yeah. on New South Wales. It's like, yeah. you, you know, it's not going to help. And Dutton went off at uh, Queensland so that, well, as I think as Grattan put it, then some of them didn't get the smoke signals that Morrison was sending out to, to, to not do this. So that's I think it's a nice little snippet that he's gone, can you leave the States alone? We're really in some trouble oh, at the moment, fellas. Totally. Oh. And they've gone, fuck that. Well, they haven't got, but then they'll have to come up with another tactic. Well, I do think yeah. I do think historically, like the states are looking in a good place after the pandemic, and we've we've know obviously yeah. Western Australia and Queensland have had elections, and so we can confidently yeah. say you know those political leaders have done very well out of it. The, even the ones that haven't, I think we can say most political state leaders uh, look pretty good because their pandemic yeah. response has been pretty good. Yeah. Morrison's job. In terms of uh, you know our international even better because the he's vaccine, their boss. Not so great. He's oh. Not their boss. No. But uh, yeah, so a I, spiritual I think, leader. I think attacking states may be a flawed political strategy. Uh, look, yeah, it's uh, never really gone. But look, well. to be no. honest, I do no. think that um, that listener, 
you know that every every week we try to encourage you to get other people to listen to this podcast because the more people that listen, the more powerful we become yeah. and the more episodes we'll make. The more but, watches we can buy. But I was just going to say, one person that may may benefit from our uh, unsolicited political science Peter advice. Dutton. No, is oh. Scott Morrison himself. Oh. You know, we have many whoa, strategies, whoa. Scott Settle Morrison. <laughs> listen, listen to us, Scott. You'll understand how politics works. Think how good this would sound booming over the speakers at Hillsong of a Sunday. <laughs> no, after you drive home. Drive home after Hillsong, you listen to a potty. You don't drive home, you, you float home on the Jeezum. <sighs> it's too late, I did. Well, there you go, listener. <laughs> if you know Scott Morrison and he'd like some uh, some wise political podcast advice, maybe maybe he could listen. Which includes know. advice from someone with a PhD in goddamn political science. I know, goddamn. Goddamn. God damn. Okay. But you know the drill, listener. Our job, your job, is to make Australia cool again. How does that happen? Slowly. Slowly. <laughs> via podcasts. Podcast. Oh, right. Via podcasts. In particular, this podcast. He's right. Get everyone to listen. This has been G'day Sausages for another week. I have been uh, Will Grant. I have been CJ Josh. You still both are both those but people. I know we are. I'm Rod. Thank you. He said it. There you go. Oh. Oh. We'll be back next week, listener. <laughs> <laughs>